It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. As I mentioned before the break, SEN is partnering with the Warriors to support their membership day. Use code SEN22 to get your $30 fan pass today. Um, now, so do you know what that, it, that fan pass Well, tell us, what you. does it get? Uh, yes. Discounts, big discounts on merchandise, home game tickets, and advanced access to finals tickets and state of origin tickets. Uh, so that's certainly worth the $30 fan pass, which you can uh, get today. But I think it's also just support. It's well, a support of course and it a is. show of yeah, the admiration support. we've had for this and respect we've had for this club. Not just You don't have to be a passionate Warriors fan to show your support this way and your appreciation for their efforts. Now, our next guest, co-captain Adam Fanua-Blake. Now, I, I, I think I'm right in saying Adam would be one of a number of players that are yet to go and set up house in New Zealand, having signed with the club, because they have been the travelling Wilburys, the Gypsies. He's on the line right now. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. A- am I right in saying that you haven't been able to establish home there yet since you signed with the club? Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah, we haven't been back. Um, you know, we had some hopes of going back last year, but um, with the COVID outbreak again, um, yeah, it's been pushed back. So hopefully the end of this year, fingers crossed, um, we can get back there and, you know, set up um, set up camp and live a normal life instead of being on the road. All right. Well, you, you're obviously feeling it, the appreciation of the fans. Now, it was originally locked in the game against Penrith was to be the homecoming now um, the homecoming is in July against the Tigers. But but I know as a club, you're very appreciative of the support you've had along the way. And right now, Redcliffe is your base and you, you, you're really happy and, and uh, thankful for the support you're getting there. Yeah, definitely. You know, Redcliffe's um, it's a small place and um, you know, everyone there is really friendly. Um, you know, and um, the, we're just thankful that the Redcliffe Dolphins actually let us, um, let us uh, set up camp there for the whole year. And um, you know, the facilities there are great. And, you know, we're just, um, yeah, really thankful that we get to call that place home for, for the next, uh, you know, 10 months. And you've only got one win, but been very competitive. And I, I think, actually, you probably played your worst footy in the game that you won against the Tigers last week. You, you led against the, the Titans. You got done by two points. The Dragons at the 60-minute mark, you're ahead 16-14. So a um, little bit of consistency over the 80 minutes and... You need a win, don't you? With two losses to start, a win against the Tigers, uh, a win the Bronco against the Broncos would certainly help. Yeah, definitely, mate. You know, and you know they say rather was you know play ugly and win than uh, play pretty and lose. So, you know, uh, win on the weekend was you know wasn't our best performance, but you know it was just good to come away with two points and uh, I'm in a bit of a confidence boost for some of the younger lads and, and, and for and for myself also. Now, one one player I've been impressed with, uh, and he, he was good for you last year, but I, th- I think he's he's gone up another level this year. Uh, Josh Curran, back of the scrum, he's uh, he's one of those players that you just love to have in your side. He's he's into everything. He's wherever the ball is. Josh Curran seems to be. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, there was massive write ups with Josh as a kid, and uh, I think it just took him a little little uh, a little while to get uh, you know into his groove. Uh, you know, he's, last year he sort of found his. Found his feet in the NRL and he's just hit the ground running again this year. You know he's um you know one of the fittest in the club. Never never gives up on a play and you know it's showing on the prefield. You know he's one of those. No, um, quickly turned into a real leader of the team and he's you know he's just one of those guys that everyone you know wants to play with um come the weekend. We have been talking about the round coming up and some of the head to head battles, some of the individuals. Um, 
you know, the, the exciting clashes. Uh, yours with Payne Haas, highlight, and you get over the top of big pain, well, you might go away to getting the Warriors a win. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, Payne's a very good player. Uh, he's probably, you know, one of the best in the comp. You know, so if you can do well and limit him, you know, I think, you know, he's the key to the Broncos sort of um, go for it. You know, him and Paddy Tony, they're playing outstanding at the moment. So, you know, me and uh, me, Matt Lodge and uh, you know, Josh are going to have our hands on full up front, but um, hopefully we can get the job done and you know, come away with the two points in the weekend. Yeah, good respect, Shane. Adam Fanua Blake, our special guest from the Warriors, all part of uh, Membership Day for the Warriors. We're supporting their Membership Day. Adam, just one last one in the news today, and, and I and, and Brandy, we, we are both fully in support of this, what your CEO has asked for of next year, that the Warriors, not only would you play all your home games uh, in New Zealand, but there would be an allowance there that all the away games of the other sides in the NRL, uh, they would be in different parts across New Zealand. What's the, the playing group thoughts on this? Um, you would be, you'd be travelling, but travelling throughout New Zealand. What a, what a great thank you that would be for the patience of the fans. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think that's, um, yeah, that's t- definitely going to be a talking point um, for the club trying to push for that. Um, you know, um, our, our fans sort of deserve it, I guess. Um, and it's, I reckon it's only going to, it's only going to help, um, you know, the younger generation coming through, you know, there's not, they don't really get to see um, their favourite teams play there much um, throughout the year. So, uh, yeah, I reckon it's, a, it's going to be a really good talking point for us moving forward. Yeah, so many centres they can play across New Zealand. We, we, we're totally for it. Um, I hope that the rugby league can come on board, but it needs the cooperation of all the clubs. It means that all the, the other teams in the competition are giving up one home game, but I think it would be a great thank you because the Warriors have done a great job. Look, we're only too happy to partner with you guys in uh, pumping up your membership day. Again, to our listeners, use code SEN22 to get your $30 fan pass today. Adding all the very best uh, for this weekend and the remainder of the season. First up, I've tipped the Warriors against the Broncos. Brandy's gone the Broncos. Go the Warriors on uh, Saturday. Right. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. That's solid, isn't it? Yeah. Go the Warriors. And the former Warrior, Greg Alexander, has gone the Broncos. <laughs> hey, got to go that with the head, solid. not the heart. Solid. Head, with the, solid. Head, head, not the heart. Welcome back to the Captain's Run right here on 1170 SEN across the SEN network. It's New Zealand Warriors membership day-to-day. Use code SEN22 to get your $30 fan pass today. That's SEN22 to get your $30 fan pass. How good's that? Beautiful. Uh, Now we actually have a Warriors player, the great Ewan Aiken, mate. Are you there? Hey, guys. How is? How good's his transition been into the back row? Oh, it's been great. And and as we we seen, well, he started his career he was in, in the centres, wasn't he? Mm. Played a lot of time in the centres, but he's gone to the back row. He's bulked up a little bit, Kempi, mm. and mm. I, I think he's been a, a great buy. But you know, for the Warriors, and um, he's uh, he's playing some outstanding footy. Um, have we got him on the line? You and you there? You, can you hear have me? Yeah, yeah, we got you, yeah, mate. We got, we got you. Ah, oh, How are you, lads? Ha- yeah, going good. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show, mate. How's uh, how's the week been? Got a got a uh, first up win for the season last week. How are the boys feeling? Yeah, no, good. We need to get that one off um, off the back sort of thing. Um, get that first win of the year, and hopefully give us a bit of confidence going into the Broncos. And obviously, it's our sort of local rivalry at the moment because they're just across town, so it should be a big match here at Redcliffe. Now, I'm getting reports out of the Warriors and the Broncos camp that you guys are calling it the Kemp Cup. Is this correct? <laughs> <laughs> you wish, Kemp. You? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, there's, there's, some, there's, some, uh, there's some pretty good names that also could be the, 
such and such cup. <laughs> be, it could be the Tate. Yes, the great Brent Tate. Brent Tate, uh, yeah, champion. Yeah, champion. Probably one, yeah. And what about what about what about the great Buster Seymour? Well, Brett Seymour. Yes, Brett Seymour. That's a throwback. <laughs> now, now you and you've made the transition to the back row. I want to know how that conversation came about. Was it something that you approached the coach with, or the coach came to you with? How did that all come about? No, it was just pure. Um, we're down on troops um, in the back row last year, and before the Tigers game uh, back into the year, and he just said um, we sort of need you to fill in this spot this week just to, to cover injuries, and then obviously came out and played a really good game. So I sort of um, did myself in then. And then, like, the coaches just like, sort of liked what I bring and um, the leg speed, the back row, and being able to sort of keep the defenders inside shoulder, which helps the uh, uh, defensive line as well. So after that game, they sort of just sort of stuck with me there and they sort of liking what they're seeing from me there. Now, all three games that you've been involved in this year, Ewan, they've, they've been pretty sort of tight affairs. What, what have you made of the competition so far in the first three weeks? Um, yeah, no, some good quality competition. Um, but just on our end, I think we haven't really hit our straps yet. We haven't really um, sort of stuck it, um, a game yet. We're sort of, we feel like yeah. we sort of haven't hit any potential. So, uh, which is a positive thing because we've still got to win on the weekend. But um, when, when it all sticks, I hope, hopefully that will um, start winning more games in a row and, and then we should truly show our potential as a, as a team and hopefully make finals this year. Now, you recently you announced essentially that uh, you know you wouldn't be going back to New Zealand with the Warriors, and you decided to stay. Uh, you know what? What I guess started to stay in Australia. What was the thought process with that, and and how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah, it was um, sort of family reasons. So um, with my partner there, so I sort of don't want to go into it too much with it because because of sort of stuff. But um, and then yeah, just because we'd been on the road for this would be next year moving again, and then the year after moving again. So. Um, stability was a big reason for, um, for me and my partner. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah. that's just the way it worked out. I was really keen to go over there and, and spend the three years over there, but it hasn't worked out like that. Um, obviously, it sucks not being able to go over there and experience it. And, um, but hopefully, we can bring some games back there at the end of the year and really show the Warriors fans what we're made of. And hopefully, um, after such a long way away from home, we can sort of reach finals and hopefully get, get a game back there for finals. Yeah, for sure, mate. I mean, I, you know, I went over to New Zealand, and, and it, it is a, it's really tough over there without your family. So it's um, it's definitely something that all players have to go through. So um, hopefully everything's good with the miso, mate. But uh, what's it yep. been like being a part of the Warriors? Uh, you know, through this really tough time, you've 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 done the jersey so proud, and I guess rugby league in general are just Warriors are everyone's second favorite team because of what you guys have sacrificed to to play footy in the NRL. Yeah, like it's um, more so some of the boys that are actually from New Zealand rather than a couple of us Aussie boys, but definitely the sacrifice they've made to be away from families so long. And a lot of the times they haven't even been allowed to go back home, even when the sort of border rules sort of opened up even now, um, just because of the, the risks involved and all that sort of thing. So the temptation's there to go back, but they sort of still can't at the moment. But um, the good thing about it is their family can travel over now. So um, hopefully a few of their boys get to get their family over and then, if we get to take some games back there, I think our first game will be against the Tigers, um, I think, uh, in July sometime. So hopefully that'll be a packed out stadium. Now, you and Sean Johnson, he's been named on an extended bench. Will we see him run out this weekend? Um, I'm not sure, actually. He's, he's sort of tracking along well. He's just got to hit a couple more uh, fitness tests and then um, I think I'll make a decision later in the week. So um, hopefully we can get him back. Uh, I think he'll be good for our direction and leadership around the team. So I think that's something we've probably been missing a little bit. Um, and then hopefully we can string some games together and get some wins. 
Mate, now you've been uh, you've been around the block for quite a while. Uh, what's it like playing with a guy? You know, you've seen many really young, talented guys coming through. A guy like Walshie, uh, you know, he's super, super talented, got a lot of potential. Uh, you know, you're the back rower, so you can connect quite well with him. What's uh, I guess what have you seen in him that you really think is uh, you know, deserved of the superstar kind of tag that he is on him right now? Um, just his sort of he's sort of got a fearless nature about him. That, like if he sees something, he doesn't mind taking that opportunity, which is something that's really good. He's sort of not like a really uh, drilled-in sort of type of player. He sort of plays on instinct, mm-hmm. and, which is something that you sort of really like to see these days. So, um, yeah, he's definitely a good kid, and he's, he's got a long and bright future. Now, for you personally, uh, as I said, I, I love your background, mate. I think you're playing some really, really good footy. Do you think it's where you're going to stay long-term? Because you've also played some fantastic footy at centre. Is that Where do you reckon you'll end up? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, there's positives about both positions, and I sort of enjoy both at different times. Obviously, when you're playing back row, you're a lot more involved in, in every single game, no matter what. But um, obviously, the plus side of being in the centre, sometimes you get that better ball, and you sort of got more of a chance of one-on-one. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sort of, I'm, I just sort of want to keep that value of being able to play both, and hopefully mm-hmm. team picks me up and sees the value in that, and um, I can perform well at both teams, both, both positions, sorry. Now, how's Brownie going, mate? What's his What's his talk been like with the with the squad? You know, one from three at this stage. You got a big game coming up against the Broncos this weekend. What's What's his talk been like with the team and where he'd like you to be over the next sort of month of footy? Yeah, we just got to make sure we're just cutting out the silly errors and costly penalties. I think if we can sort of limit them and and defend a little bit better to start the game, I think we'll go a long way to sort of getting some more victories. So um, that's been the massive point for the first three rounds. We just haven't started well and. We put ourselves on the back foot, and it's taken us probably 20 minutes to get into the game, and then we start playing some decent footy. So I think if we can start well, um, it'll be a massive plus for us, and then uh, hopefully get the win over the Broncos. And what's the, you know, you can see Brownie and you boys kind of coming together and really trying to, I guess, build a, I guess, a, an identity. What's the, the goal for you as a forward pack? You know, what are you trying to build for the future of, uh, with the Warriors in that forward pack? Um, yeah, we're just, we're just sort of um, trying to improve on what we did last year. It's obviously taken Brownie a sort of a year to sort of get his principles in the team. Um, so, yeah, now we've just got to make that stick. So we all believe in what we're doing here. The culture that Tohu Harris is bringing as captain has been exceptional. Um, so we're just already get, getting around each other. And um, our trademarks are earned everything, consistent actions and honest feedback. So we're just so they're the focus points of um, our whole club. And um, if we keep um, working hard for each other and, and being consistent and then obviously when time comes to give each other feedback, we'll go a long way to sort of get into victories and um, and really push it for that final um, berth. Mate, uh, thank you so much for joining us, mate. And I hope uh, everything works out with uh, you and the family, mate, and you get a contract and it's, it's all good coming in the next season. But uh, thanks for joining us, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Good on you, Ewan. Good luck, mate. Good luck in the Kemp Cup. The Kempy Cup. The Kempy Cup. Kempy Cup. The Kempy Cup. It's uh, where teams go to play their worst footy all year. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see Damo from Narrabeen, he's just texted in. He said, boys, the, the Bronx and the Warriors playing, it should be called the Brent Tate neck brace. <laughs> and they give a neck brace. Cup. Whoever wins the gets a neck brace. There you um, go. Imagine holding that up as a skipper. Mate, uh, that was brought to you by, don't forget to use the code SEN22 to get your hands on a $30 fan pass today. Mm. That's SEN22. To get your hands on a thirty dollar. Hey Jazz. Hey brother, how are you, mate? I'm really well. How are you guys? Uh, much needed win last week. Uh, performance wasn't so great, but I'd imagine everyone's very happy with the win. 
Yeah, um, it was it was definitely ugly, um, ugly, bro. So yeah, it was it was good to get the two the two points, but um, yeah, we were pretty disappointed with how we performed. All right, how do you go around uh, turning that uh, turning that around? What has Nathan Brown said during the course of this week, Jazz? Well, we haven't been playing um, how we've been training, so. Um, you know, Brownie's just was raising the question like why why did we perform um like that on the weekend? So, uh, this week's just been solely focused on us and you know, we've watched a, a bit of a few clips of, of the Broncos but I think if we concentrate on, on, on us, um, yeah, we'll go we'll be in the game. All right. If we talk about the Warriors win as a team, um, and their form this year, yeah. what about your own form? What's have you have you been happy with the way things have been going for you, Jazz? Um, I'd like to to get a, a, a few more minutes, um, to be honest. But um, that's the way you know Brownie's been using me, and I just you know I just have to be ready on the bench. Um, so yeah, where, wherever I, I'd rather play a bit more in the middle, like as as a lock, lock forward. Um, but you know, Wade is still um, you know getting the match fitness under his belt, and I'm sure in a couple of weeks uh, I won't be needed there. So yeah, yeah, I'll stay ready, Brown. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just looking at your stats. You're, you're getting about 35 minutes a game and coming from the interchange. And, um, you know, I think that lock role has really evolved too, hasn't it? And your passing game comes into play there. Is that something that you've you've looked at as an individual and you looked at as a team about how you can evolve that position as the lock forward? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think, um, well, that's what I've been working on um, the whole preseason. And I feel like I've had a really strong preseason. I thought fit. Um, but you know, Joshy's been playing, you know, really good football. So we just got to find where, uh, you know, I'm best, I'm more effective. You know, where I can play maybe 40, 50 minutes. Um, but Joshy's got an engine on himself too. So where yeah. he moves the back row and then come on. So we're still, I think Brownie's still working out um, what the best way to use me and interchanges, other interchanges are. Yeah, I love the passion that you play with, Jazz. I think that's really evident every time you run out onto the field. Where does that come from? Has that always been the way you've played your footy? Yeah, that's just... Oh, I like to th- well, I, I think that's just come from where I come from. But I come from a small town, uh, Papakura in Auckland, South Auckland. So that's the way we play out there. And um, I've been working really hard on taming it, taming it a bit because <laughs> I've been, you know, uh, my own worst enemy at times. But, yeah, a lot more discipline this time around. Uh, it's a bit of a yeah. It's a bit of a double-edged sword, though, isn't it? Because that's part of your attraction, right? The the way you play yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, And that's like the last couple of games. I, I do feel like you know something's missing. Like I, I feel like there's a bit of edge missing. It. So I, I don't know. I've got to find a, a way where I can inject that aggression, but still, you know, keep it keep my thinking head on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, away from the footy, how's it been? Um, what about from you from a family point of view? I don't know if there's anyone from your family that's over at Redcliffe, but how have you found um, living up there, away from home for another year? Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually enjoyed my time here in um, Australia. Like, uh, sort of growing up a bit, to be honest. Um, and moving to Queensland, you know, sunny beaches, you know, it's it's... It's not a bad spot to be relocated, to be honest. Um, I do miss my family in that, and I do have um, some extended family around, but um, I've you know, pretty much been on my own. Um, my best mate, Sam, plays for the Gold Coast. Um, I'm really close with our owners, uh, Robbo and Amanda and his their family. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, 
Oh, I found myself a, a girl too. I found myself a bird. So recently just got a girlfriend over here and, and so that definitely makes it easier. Um, <laughs> but yeah, really really enjoyed my time here in Queensland. Ah, oh, fantastic. So is she an Aussie? Yeah, she's an Aussie. Uh, met her. She's from Balmain in Sydney, but she moved up here to Gold Coast. Ah, well, mate, everyone's got a great how did you meet story, so you better let us know yours. Um, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, mate, that's very 2022 of you, Jazz. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Hey, it's a lot easier these days, mate. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> I needed all the help. Anyway, that's a separate issue, separate issue. Hey, um, Jazz, I was in the room back in 2018 when Roger Tuovasa-Shek was awarded his Dally M Award. That was one of the most spine-chilling things I've, I've ever seen. Um, uh, I just watched it again today on on, um, on YouTube for for the sake of it. When you think about that time, I mean, uh, and, and in that room, what, what motivated you to to jump up and for those people who don't recall, um, it was Jazz, Jordan Rapiner and Isaac Luke doing the harker to acknowledge uh, Roger Tuovasa's Sheck's Dally M win. Yeah, bro, that's just like a, a Kiwi thing, so it's a Maori thing. Like, you can do the haka. Um, you know, they traditionally used to do it before war. Yeah. But nowadays you, you do it as a sign of respect, um, and you can do it at birthdays, at weddings, at graduations, um, farewells. You know, you do it um, to show respect to, to the person or to the people. And, you know, Roger being the first person from the Warriors to receive mm. the Dalian, one of the only Kiwis as well, it was just a, you know, it was just the right time to, you know, for us New Zealanders to show our respect to him. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah, yeah. No, it was fantastic. It was an incredible show of respect. Roger appreciated it. The room appreciated it. it was uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, before we let you go, mate, and, and preparing for this big game this weekend, I know that you were um, really proud to turn out for Samoa in the World Cup 2017. Have you given much thought about um, the 2022 version coming up? at the end of the year, and um, it's be exciting for Samoa. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, one of my aspirations is to, to play for New Zealand. So if I get that call-up, um, which hopefully I do, then I'll, I'll definitely, you know, say yes. But if not, then um, I'll, I'll still love to represent um, my father's side in, in Samoa. So, um, you know, I'm hoping I stay injury-free, I play good footy, and I can get over there and represent either or. Um, countries. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, New Zealand first preference. Um, mate, we wish you all the best with that. It's it's uh, a joy to watch you play. It really is. And uh, let's hope you get more game time and more importantly the the Warriors have more wins and, and thanks for being on the show today, Jazz. Thank you, brother. Uh, Sean Johnson's <laughs> on the line. G'day, Sean. Hey, boys. Have hey. you met uh, maybe the future Mrs. Jazz Devanga yet? No, it's funny hearing that. I, I don't even know if she's real. <laughs> Sean, James here. Um, the tell boys, us, the boys are yet to meet her. Tell us, Sean, Jazz Devanga's Tinder profile. What sort of pictures do you reckon he's running on there? Is he, is he a shirtless operator or what do you reckon? Nah, nah, I don't think he's a shirtless operator. I mean, he might have, he might have one shirtless pic just to show the carpet, the rug that he's got on his <laughs> Um but other than that, I reckon he's probably actually rocking like a Warriors profile pick. Oh. I'll tell you, one up strutting in his jersey or something. I'll tell you what, he's a player you'd love to play with, though. Jeez, he gives his whole heart, doesn't he, Sean? 
Yeah, no, he, he does, bro. He's, man, I remember when he was coming through, um, that was the first thing we noticed of, about him, you know, even at training. Um, you know, there's no secret the way he plays. It's what we see every day from him at training. You know, he's pretty um, relentless with his prep and the work he puts in. So it's actually pretty cool to see him go on and, you know, have a really good career because, um, you know, with the hard work that we see behind the scenes, I think it's, it's pretty fitting. Hey, tell us, uh, take us through the process, how it happened, where you went, yep, I'm going home. Not that you've gone home at this point, but you will later in the year. What what was the the big clincher for you to go back to the Warriors, Sean? Uh, I, I think, it, for me, it was timing. Um, obviously, I'd followed the club for a few years since I'd moved away and um, always had that soft spot for them. Always seemed to have, you know, a few friends over here still playing for the group. Um, and... There was never sort of, it's like that, that chapter in my life never really got closed properly just of the way it sort of unfolded. So, um, you know, when the opportunity came up, firstly I looked at, you know, like obviously the playing squad and um, I think we've got a pretty pretty um, exciting playing squad here and then, you know, what they're wanting to do in the future and the players, the, the sorts of players they want to go after as well. So for me it was just all, as simple as I wanted to be a part of it. You know, I thought it was a really good opportunity to, um, create, you know, sustained success here. And, um, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, the timing and then ultimately the thought of winning at another club just didn't excite me as much as the thought of winning at the Warriors. So, yeah, those are probably my two main reasons. Uh, Jake from Brighton's on the text line here, Sean, and he says, uh, G'day, boys, I play super coach. Can you ask Sean if he's playing? <laughs> are you playing this week, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't uh, either way, I'm not actually allowed to say whether I am playing or whether I'm not playing, apparently. I don't want to get myself in trouble, man, so I'm going to keep it uh, a straight bet on that one. No, um, good answer. Time will tell. Good answer. Uh, good answer. Well, how would you read into that missile for Jake? Yeah, he's playing. Not only is he playing, put him as your captain on Supercoach. Yeah, double down. I'm, call, I'm calling a big one from Sean this weekend. Uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, what, what have you made of the start of the season, Sean? It's been a little bit indifferent for the Warriors so far. Yeah, it's been a bit of a... Um, oh, you, word I'd probably use is probably a bit frustrating. You know, like, mm. um, on a personal level, obviously, it wasn't planning on picking up a pick tear in my first game for the club. Yeah. Um, an injury that I had never even heard of, really. Um, so that was pretty pretty disappointing. And then, obviously, obviously, from a club point of view, I mean, it helped picking up that win last week. But, um, you know, if we're looking at sort of performance, yeah, we just we just haven't put out, um, I guess, what we've practiced is probably the simplest way to put it. Um, and it's, it's pretty disappointing when, you, when you're not doing that. So uh, as a group, you know, we're, we're training really well. Um, and we've been doing that for... A, um, a little while now, so we're hoping at some point, you know, we'll start to see that uh, translate, you know, into a, a good, strong 80-minute performance. One of the uh, the shining lights for the Warriors this year and, and last year has been Reese Walsh. What's he like around training and have you kind of taken him under the wing a bit? Probably similar sort of uh, abilities and attack that, that you have um, in, in your game. Have, have you mentored him a bit throughout the last couple of months? Um, yeah, I, like it's been really cool, obviously, getting to know him. Um, you know, watching him come through last year, it was pretty impressive to see him doing the things he was doing. Um, and obviously, getting to know him on a personal level, like he's he's a he's a, a really cool kid. Like he's not short of confidence, um, and he's always going to back himself. And like for me, bro, to be honest, it's actually been pretty refreshing to um, sort of rub shoulders with you know a player like that because, and I was once that kid that fed nothing and attacked everything. But as you get a little older and your body slows down, you sort of 
got to find different ways to contribute to the game and um, you know to see sort of see his youth and his his balance and his just attacking mindset and just go for everything it's been really refreshing so I think we're probably um, you know both helping out each other in that area. You see uh, Cameron George now he wants all the Warriors games in New Zealand for 2023 so not necessarily all at Mount Smart but uh, I'm sure you would agree with this. I certainly agree with this. I think it'd be so good for the game. But but can you articulate, Sean, what you think by having every game in New Zealand for the Warriors next year, how important that could be for our game of rugby league? Oh, I think it's just as important for the game of rugby league as the Warriors moving away from home for the last three years. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't even think it it does actually even match up, even if the NRL gave gave us every game in New Zealand, not necessarily at Mount Smart, you know, spread it out across the country, but I still don't even think that comes close to, I guess, repaying the club for what they've given up, you know, mm. to keep the comp alive. Um, that's how I see it, mm. you know, so a lot of people view it, you know, it's a lot of the Warriors to ask to have every game over there, but really, I don't actually think it's a lot at all considering what they've done. So, um, obviously, I'm all for it. Um, you know, there's a lot of us missing our families and, um, you know, wanting to get home and obviously wanting to you know, show the boys that are signed for us, some of the Aussie boys in particular, you know, a little bit about New Zealand, you know, and the, and the club and the people that we do actually represent. So, um, yeah, it'd be really cool. Obviously, we're so excited, bro, to get back and play a few games at Mount Smart at the end of the season. So, you know, we're not going to look past that because that's just, like, uh, I've literally, the more I think about it, like the tighter my chest gets, like, I just have no words to put, like, on what that's going to feel like to play at Mount Smart again. So, um you know, we'll get that done, and then, yeah, I, I really hope the NRL can, um, you know, meet the Warriors somewhere in the middle in terms of, you know, whatever they request, because I know playing against them the last few years, you know, and, um, you know, being based in Sydney and seeing what they've had to go through, um, yeah, I, I certainly think, yeah, they're, they're not asking for much at all. No, I totally agree. July 3rd, West Tigers, the hair stand up. That, like, how Sean spoke about that then, Missile, like, that'll be such an important. Um, nostalgic kind of night, won't it, over there at Mount Smart Stadium? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's the least the NRA can do to give them a whole run of home games for a season. Like, I personally would love to see it. And like Sean said, not just at Mount Smart, right throughout New Zealand uh, to, for, for exposure for the game. Totally agree. Hey, Sean, uh, the other thing too, I suppose, it's a, it's a great way to really, um, I suppose, a bit of a litmus test as to, you know, whether there should be the, the, the 18th team in New Zealand. What, what, what's your views on an 18th team in the National Rugby League and that team being based in New Zealand? And, and if so, where would that team be in your eyes? Yeah, to be honest, Rob, I haven't actually thought about an 18th team too much. Mm. Um, obviously, with the Dolphins, you know, exception, I sort of thought that was, you know, maybe put to bed a little bit. Um, but, I mean, if it was to happen, I, I, I like the Warriors being the one country team. You know, I love the fact that we've just got a whole nation behind us. Yep. Um, so for me, I'm probably a little bit biased in saying I don't necessarily uh, want another team in NZ, but in terms of the growth of the sport in New Zealand, obviously it'd be really beneficial to grow rugby league um, and just give it more exposure in a rugby dominant nation. You know, like it, rugby league is a very much loved sport over there. And, you know, just touching back on what we just spoke about, the fact that the fans over there haven't had to haven't been able to experience, you know, a live league game, you know, an NRL game uh, for the last few years. That's what, like, just as much as us not being home, like, it actually hurts, you know, because we, like, I personally know 
how passionate our fans are back there. So, um, yeah, like that's going to be an exciting itself. But in terms of giving the, another team, if we we're going to take it in, in Z, I'd probably say base it out of Wellington. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Mm. All righty, but that's 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 in the longer term, of course. So this week it is the Broncos, Redcliffe, which is nice for the boys who have been, you know, you've been based up there in Redcliffe, so it should be a decent crowd. The Broncos have never played an NRL game at Redcliffe. Uh, what's the key to beating the Broncos, and what's the key focus for the Warriors team this week, Sean? Oh, I mean, if you watched the Cowboys playing last week, it was a pretty simple game plan. Yeah, mm. um, they they ran hard and they just they they literally took it to them, you know, and they completed. So I think a simple game plan, you make them make tackles, you put the ball in good spots and, um, yeah, back your defence. It's a pretty it's a pretty simple focus for us. Um, you know, coming from, you know, where we've been for the first three rounds, it's certainly an improvement area for us uh, in terms of building that pressure. So, yeah, I'm not going to overthink it too much this week, just going to try to get out there and deliver it. Now, Sean, I've got a guilty conscience at the moment and I need you to clear it for me. So... <laughs> During lockdown, we did a home gym for Sean and his lovely wife, Kayla. Now, he tore his pack earlier oh, in the season. No. And I'm sitting at home thinking, don't tell me he's been back at his place doing too much bench press yeah. and then with, with my gym equipment, and then yeah. he's gone out there and torn his pack. Wow. Can you, can you put me at ease, Sean? Uh, bro, I can definitely put you at ease. <laughs> it was not the habitual fitness equipment they got right? <laughs> Hey, Sean. It's definitely not uh, I'm glad you cleared that guilty conscience because he's also got another guilty conscience with the unashamed plug. He just goes, <laughs> go the business. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug it till the cows come home. Mate. It's the best kit in the world. No, we've seen better. we've seen Kayla using it online. Kayla, Sean's partner, yeah. is a machine. She's yeah. using it all the time. Absolute yeah. weapon. Nah, I might have to dive into it myself. Nah, get it, man. She actually loves it. It's been it's been so helpful. Eh? It's really helpful. Very good, very good. Well, Sean, mate, all the best. If you're playing or you're not playing, I can understand uh, your response on that as well. But it's an important game at Redcliffe, taking on the Broncos and, and looking ahead. And it was very well how you spoke about that Round 16 clash, July 3, West Tigers at Mount Smart Stadium. That's going to be some affair. Don't worry about that. Sean Johnson, we appreciate your time here on the run home. Yeah, hopefully uh, if there's anyone in Redcliffe listening to this, Get down and support the Waz this weekend. Let's take it to the Bronx, eh, baby? Come on. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good on you, Sean. Great to chat, mate. And by the way, life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.